Hello, welcome to Barely Legal Comedy Podcast. I'm Alex Boardman, he's Chris Keogh, he's a barrister, I've got a law degree, we're both comedians. Great record, talk about whatever else. Um, hiya everybody, um, we're not as sad today as we were last week. Because um, I think we've come to terms with it now. What are those? Um, what are those stages of grief? I think there's oh, anger. Yeah. Yeah. No denial. Is denial first? Denial. There's bargaining, isn't there? Hold on. I'm going. I've got my laptop in front of me. Let's get it up. Anger's one. Bargaining's another. Um, and then acceptance is the last is, one. Is boredom one? Because I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> what about fury after having work cancelled after yeah. not? <laughs> After basically surviving 2020 and not working as a self-employed person for a year yeah. to lose two gigs for some... Because a brewery... I don't know if you're aware what breweries actually do for a living. They're not <laughs> massively helpful to society. I enjoy them. Yeah. But um, you could argue that uh, any any form of cirrhosis is often caused by breweries. Yeah. But um, they... Well, they're at least complicit. Well, they, they're, part, they're a big part of it. It's like, you know, tobacco companies coming out with like, oh, we're really sorry someone's died of cancer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm sorry, are you? You're stopping all production. So anyway, they... They stopped two gigs. So what are those? Have you got them in front of you? What are the stages so of grief? Denial. Right. So the, we, there was no denying it because for three hours uh, leading up to the announcement of the Queen's death, Hugh Edwards and... But they did deny it because they thought there were about... There was sort of concerns for her health. Didn't yeah, they? but yeah, I think she'd already died. Hadn't no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they, yeah. they weren't. They didn't use the word death for hours after she'd already right. died. So that's so they denial. were in denial. Done. Okay. And then what's the next one? Anger. I was living <laughs> because football instantly was cancelled. Yeah. As were gigs. Yeah. Uh, what's the next stage after anger? Bargaining. Bargaining. Yes, I seem to remember saying. Why don't we just do a smaller version of the... Even though the breweries decided to close the venue, um, we could just move it somewhere that's open and do, like, a, you know, make the tickets still valid. Yeah, yeah. I'd accept a bit less cash. Right, okay. And what, what, did, that, yeah. did that not... No, no that was not... That, no? that was not done. I don't, I don't understand. I've lost a gig this coming Friday. That's, that's eight days after. Yeah. So now I think we're at the stage where if ticket sales have been average or disappointing, opportunistic uh, promoters have cancelled the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, I think we can remember from COVID times. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, depression is the fourth stage of grief. Yeah, well, I've got no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm depressed. I'm a standard comedian, so that's just a standard I'd, background. I'd be honest... Is this grief-specific depression or just standard background depression? just every day of the week, it feels like. Do you know, depression is... Because um, people go on about mental health a lot. Mm. I don't think this... What I've been seeing is particularly good for the mental health of a nation or... I don't think... like the co- There's a coral bookmakers that sometimes walk the dog past. Yeah. They've got an entire black window with... Uh, there's five banners down that all say, oh, deepest sympathy, condolences, Her Majesty the Queen. Yeah, yeah. I don't think if you're a five-year-old, you should be walking past every shop that's got, like, in black. I don't think, you know. It's weird, isn't it, I think. I think it's very weird. When you've just come out of COVID and the 
absolute untold damage to little kids who didn't get to go to school for a year and a bit. They didn't get to meet all the friends. Yeah. And then only a year after, you're like, right, now you need to be miserable for 10 days. You're not allowed to play football. You can't play your under-8s game <laughs> in case you're not sad enough. But well, be sad, but, children. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In, in, I can't understand the, the purpose of that. It's like, you know, in case you do a cross-field pass that's disrespectful, <laughs> you know, like what's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I don't understand. No, it does. I literally do not understand That's it. It's a very unpatriotic bit of marketing. It, really from is. That it is that, isn't it? <laughs> it's we're pandering to idiots again. Well, yeah, we are, exactly. we're absolutely pandering to exactly. idiots. Well, and there you go. The final stage is acceptance, and that acceptance you, you've come that we are circle. pandering, we are pandering to, to idiots. idiots, and that's just all it is. <laughs> it feels like the entire country. It's just gone a bit mad. I, I saw, yeah, I, I, I expected it. Although I haven't seen too many, like actual examples in real life of that. No, because sense. real life people don't give a toss. They're worried yeah, about yeah. not being able to afford. Well, to I went into my, I went into uh, my local pub, asked, and uh, you know, not not the main reason I didn't go in there was to have a drink, but I didn't go in there to ask what had happened. Like, like <laughs> Do you I, excuse me, I'm doing a straw <laughs> yeah, yeah. of I didn't wonder, but. like. What's the, been the reaction to? Yes, because yeah. they're a good sort of like cross section of society, aren't they? Mm. Pubs, and he said like, and Daryl the landlord, and he said like, basically no one's really. There's not been any like. No. It's, it's, it's as though it's not really happened. It's just something that's on the news. You know what I mean? So maybe it's different in London. Maybe, maybe it's different around. I always think it, this is even more than normal because we go to London quite often or used to. I've not been for a couple of years actually. And, and I always feel it's a bit different there, like in around inside the M25. I always think it's a bit like, or sometimes like around Oxford, around the Cotswolds. And you're like, this is a life I don't recognise. The yeah. things you like yeah. in Windsor. You know, if you, were, if you ever did the gig in Windsor and Bracknell and then you walk around Windsor for the day and you're like, well, I suppose there's an industry around like the Queen yeah. and Britain and Union flags and all that stuff, but... I just I was like, my God, do you live like this every day? Do you really like like this stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It, it? Maybe it's like football for them down there. Maybe that's what they like. But Possibly, yeah. It's it's like there's a de definitely there's a north south divide with it. I think you know, and I think there's a generational divide maybe as yep. well. Um, One nearly fifty, <clears throat> and I've never seen the Queen in real life. And I don't know even when she's been to Manchester. You can probably look at certain buildings and go, oh, what, she was here in 1977. Yeah. I, 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 I was thinking that. And it's like, she might, you know, she may never have existed, really. You know, like, she could... No. Like, she could have been dead for years for all I know. I, I, I've never seen her. No. I know that there was once at work, um, I think she was in Blackpool for the... Was the Royal Variety show in Blackpool right. one year yes, or something? Yes, it would have been. And her Rolls Royce was in the garage at work. I remember that. Wow. You know, but but again, I never saw her. It no, was like, you but know. But that's like, at least it's, at least it's Some like, sort of tangible but, evidence that she might yeah. have. I mean, even then you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just got, I, I just feel like it's, at what, what point, a bookmaker's having a display is that the point you go, this is stupid? Or Andre's football being cancelled, is that the point you go, this is nonsense? Or Centre Parks is the Centre new Parks, one, isn't it? yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how true it all is that's happened at Centre Parks. Well, the, I've seen an announcement today from the, the GM 
who, because originally they were closing the park. So they were going to make everyone leave? Everyone was going to leave, and they had to leave by, I think, 10 a.m. on the Monday. Yeah. And they weren't... No, maybe they, maybe they had to leave the night before by 4 p.m., and then they weren't allowed back until 10 a.m. on the Tuesday, or something like that. Yeah. And now, they're of course, they're allowed to stay in the cabins, but everything, the whole holiday you've paid for, and it could have been since past couple of times, cost thousands. Yeah. Um you're not allowed to play basketball on the day of the funeral or go swimming. No archery on the no. day of the funeral. No yeah. archery. Because but, that sounds like one of those old laws, doesn't it? But yeah. it really sounds like exactly what she would have wanted. This is the other thing. is like, surely she liked archery. I've seen Robin Hood. Yeah, The yeah, cartoon exactly. version. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> She'd have sponsored that. What happens if, like, you just, you work in the pool and you have to still go and turn something off and you fall in... You're not allowed to swim. You just have to drive. No, I don't know the whole I've, thing's. I've just... seen a few things that I I don't know whether they're true or not, and I'm not bothered to actually find out because I'm I'm just a lazy man. But about like how apparently in Morrison's at the self serve checkout, you know, they've mm. turned down the beeps. Yes, so it doesn't. No, they've beep. turned off the beeps on all the on the on the tills. Right, so it on so, all the tills. So you. So if you're Just scanning, silent. it doesn't beep now, which you could out all... Out of respect for the Out queen. of respect, because she didn't like R2-D2. <laughs> exactly, what's it all that about? But it's, this is the thing where it opens itself up really quickly to mockery. It does, it, it's counterproductive. It absolutely is, instead of just going... Oh, so I spoke to my mum today, and she went, the Queen's dead, that's sad, isn't it? Yes. That was pretty much the end of the conversation. Yeah. And that's enough. That's observing. You know, I'm not going to have a minute's silence. I'm not going to dress in black. No, no. That's exactly. enough. Somebody's died. You don't, like, don't celebrate it. But Well, I mean, some people some do. Some people don't. do. But, I mean, you've, you're celebrating. You're about to get... You've already got <laughs> King Charles, who, if videos have proven, he gets very annoyed when somebody doesn't clear up his inkwells. Yeah. And he also doesn't know what day of the week <laughs> it is. And he's annoyed at a leaking pen because... All of those things I absolutely can identify <laughs> with King Charles. Yes. I've, I've, I've never been able to identify with the royal family before. Until but like, that but until now, it's like with each passing video of him just being angry at inanimate <laughs> objects, I'm like, yeah, he's, this is somebody who is. He he doesn't live in a bubble. He lives in my world. This he guy. Does. You well, know what I mean, if it's if there's footage of him kicking a stray shoe and telling it to fuck off, you know, yes. I'd be like, I'd, oh, long live the king. You know? <laughs> Except, of course, off camera, there's footage of him kicking a footman. Yeah, so it's yeah. not a shoe; it's a footman. <laughs> just, but yeah. that silver cross pen you got me for three thousand pounds doesn't work. Get me a better pen. <laughs> um, so one other little anecdote while we're currently because I don't know if we are again This we're in this sort of merry-go-round world now from Covid where nobody was allowed to go out or see loved ones but then yeah. you later find out that they were having parties in number 10 yeah. and you had to be vaccinated and then it turns out not every single politician was vaccinated and you have to wear face masks but they didn't and you weren't allowed to work but some people were allowed to work and some people didn't want to work so there was all these Topsy-turvy things. So, two weeks ago, we all had to basically get on with it. Energy, There is an energy crisis coming. So, you know, you've got to put tinfoil behind your radiators, according to ex-Tory MP <laughs> Edwina <laughs> Curry, um, or buy a more efficient kettle, former Prime Minister yeah. Boris Johnson. The, by, what was it? 
twenty pounds for the kettle. Yes. Right? That will save you ten pounds every year. Yes. So. By year, by, by year three, three, year three, you're in, you're in you're profit. In profit. <laughs> Assuming everything else remains the same. Exactly. And neither water nor electric like <laughs> change the price. So I was really rolling my sleeves up, ready to get on with it. I was, you know, I'm quite happy to pay almost two pounds for like fuel. And yeah. I just want to, obviously the pubs can't really afford to open because they would Firstly, they've shut at an alarming rate. Secondly, no one can even afford to go to the pub anymore, let alone comedy. But I was still somehow determined to roll my sleeves up and get on well, with it. I mean, it. that's a bad idea in the cold weather, isn't yes, it? Yes, but that's just the metaphor that you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's really difficult with your nose to the grindstone to even see exactly. Like, exactly. who you're performing to at a gig. But then the Queen died, obviously, so now that's been shelved. Yeah. Because the so now we've um, we've just got to stop doing everything for yeah. the next ten days. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially can you remember you know you remember um, as recently as like two weeks ago <laughs> when um, there were strikes on. Yes. And there were oh, railways, yes. and we were being told that these railway men are costing the economy billions of pounds. Billions. And and now we're being told, let's not work. In order to be respectful to the well, the queen. trains are not and the trains are not going to be on strike on Monday. No, no. and nobody's going to work. So when the football got cancelled, my agent's sister-in-law, somebody like that, one of his relatives works at um, one of the hotel chains. Not a massively snazzy one, but not a, the worst one either. Um, and it's about 150 quid for a room. And the FA cancelled the Liverpool game with two days. Yeah. Two days notice, or I think the Liverpool game was going to be on the Saturday. Yeah. So they lost 300 bookings. Um, so that's £45,000 just on bookings alone. Also the fact that they do a sort of football special where on the morning of the match you have a sort of brunch and alcohol. So they bought all the booze in. The booze will stay. That won't go off. That will just get sold. All the sausages and bacon and stuff for the brunch, that won't. All the entertainment that was planned... That was going to go. so everybody like somebody like me who'd be the comedian that was on or a band they didn't get to work yeah. so the knock on effect taxi drivers well that's just one hotel so yeah. that you could one hundred percent say that's cost that hotel forty five thousand pounds but actually probably a lot more taxi drivers bus drivers all going in shops and buying stuff yeah. eating out that night in and that's one hotel when Liverpool would probably have 50 or 60,000 people at that match. Yeah. Um, United and Leeds is called off this coming week. Chelsea, with all, it, all of it's gone. It's almost incalculable, the cost <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the economy. And then if you actually... So I was thinking about this on the way over. Let's say, like with COVID, let's say it wasn't really that they were that arsed about you or your family. Let's yeah. say it was they were protecting the NHS as they said they would. So the perpetually defunded NHS. Yeah. If the NHS would have been properly funded and able to cope, would they have had to shut everything down for a year? Or would it maybe after a few weeks they'd have gone, actually, we can relax everything here because there is no massive info. The NHS is not going to break. We- well, that's that's what they said at the start, wasn't it? Was it three weeks to flatten the curve or something? Three weeks to flatten the curve, yeah. So that turned into over a year. 
So then if you look at the same thing with the police force that over the last 10 to 15 years has been defunded, they've got rid of 20,000 coppers in the last decade. Yeah. Uh, and I think in the last few years, the last three to four years, they've put an extra 12,000, 13,000 back. So you've still got a net loss of minus 8,000 when the police would always complain they were underfunded 10 years ago, 15 Yeah. Police are never going, no, stop it. We've got stop. enough. Yeah, yeah. Nobody we is. Everybody's saying we don't want to need any more solid no. gold hats to wear on, no, on our feet. Exactly. <laughs> this diamond encrusted <laughs> truncheon. But um, so, again, had that been properly funded, would we have had to shut the football down as one example? Would we have to shut everything down, basically. Pubs are not allowed to open in city centres because there's no police. Well, the only the only public service, if it is a public service, or the only thing that's perfectly public, that doesn't operate beyond its capacity. So, like, virtually everything, every other public service operates, not at capacity, but probably beyond, there's no resilience to deal with anything extra, which is basically the point. Is the only one thing is the, ar- is the army, like the armed forces. Mm. They're literally the only ones, and they will always say they're not funded properly as well. Yes. But that's why whenever there's, like, any issues, or get the army to come and do all that. And you think, well, that's a really normal country, isn't it, where there's yeah. you know, a slight wobble, so we have to get the army empty yes. the bins, you know, or whatever. Yeah, he's <laughs> always to do the bins. That's <laughs> yes. coming. Yeah. To, army to do the bins is coming. Army to drive the trains is coming. Yeah. Army to police football's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> the it's... army's coming, basically. <laughs> that's where we're up to. Right, anyway, so with all those things in mind... Um, Stuff that caught my eye this week. So the Queen uh, was moved from Balmoral. Uh, She drove down the Royal Mile, which they closed. uh, They closed the Royal Mile straight away. Right. um, As soon as, even before it was announced. Yeah. Now there are actual special in in the castle. There are actual special. You know, like how you've got the Irish Guards or the Coast. Dream guards in front of Buckingham Palace, yeah, and around that general area. There's the, there's an equivalent in Scotland, who in Edinburgh who move and just shut the Royal Mail in a time of public emergency. So it's policed, but soldiered. Um, so that happened, and then as they were driving her through the Royal Mail, uh, a protester this week, who like a young lad, what's it, about twenty, um, shouted at Prince Andrew that he's a dirty old man, effectively. Yeah. Or a, a sick old man, a he said. Sick he old man. Yeah. That's what he shouted. Apparently, amongst other things. Um, yeah, yeah, I must admit, it was like, I think, that was a bit like, you remember when Eric Cantona had, yeah. had a fight with that fan? Whenever a fight, he kicked yeah. him and punched him. Yes. And and that fan said, ah, no, I just said something along the lines of, ooh, Mr. Cantona, you're not very good at football. <laughs> yes. You know, I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> when, he's, when he'd actually, it came out, uh, he'd called him a French yeah. C word and yeah. <laughs> his mum something as well. So, um, so we don't know exactly what he said, but the, I've seen footage of him saying, sick old man. Yeah. Um, and then he gets basically gets assaulted by someone in the crowd, yeah. Who yanks him out, and someone else seems to hit him over the head. And then the police pull this lad out. And then the next bit of footage I saw was this young lad being—I don't know if he's being cautioned. I don't know if he's being arrested. Um, which pe- some people, some commentators, I think Jeremy Corbyn's tweeted about it today, right? Because uh, it's not an isolated incident. There's a couple of other ones. So some people have said that's not great that you're not allowed in the streets to voice an opinion yeah that um so that was one thing and then i think even more famously now uh some journalist in london was holding up a blank 
placard. Oh, it was a barrister, actually. It was. Right. A, I saw him. I saw him this morning. He was interviewed on telly. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, I wonder if he's highlighting probably what we're going to talk about. So he was holding a blank placard and. He said to the police, he came and said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm going to write something like, dine with the king on it. And mm. the policeman said, you'll be arrested if you do. And Not my king, he was going Not to Not my king. This, for go. me, this one, of all of them, is the more interesting one. Yes. Because it's... It, there's, so there's quite a few things. So there, because there, was, there was also the um, woman, again, in, uh, I think it was in Edinburgh, who had the sign that said... Um, like a hundred, I sign like a cardboard thing mm. she'd done. Did herself. You say down with the king, though. It, it was, it was. That's Run DMC. <laughs> down with the king. That's where I'm it going. said. Fuck imperialism, abolish monarchy. Is yes. what it said. Um, and she was arrested. Right. Um, for um, a, a terrible syntax. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For uh, I think it was for for um, breach of the peace. Right. Again, so so there's been there's been a few incidents. And, you know, obviously everyone has to have an opinion on this. And some of it has, has been along the lines of, well, this is, you know, like this is just like more example of this authoritarian sort of government, this shift towards mm. um, authoritarianism that, that we're seeing. Um, some of have talked about the new powers that the police have got, like the policing bill. That was last year, wasn't it? It was proposed. But has that passed now? Yeah. That, that's so that passed, did it? Because yeah. I remember doing two episodes on the, the proposed police bill. Yeah, I didn't know that I'd passed through. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's in force now. Yeah. Right. Um, so one of the big things with that was to do with your right to protest. Yeah. Um, if you are likely to cause anyone nearby offence or distress or maybe even discomfort, um, you can be arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's. There's. there's it, it's like a proper a rid, rid, you know lowering of the bar in order yeah. to. To effectively be be um, potentially liable of committing having committed an offence under right. like a public order offence, um, but as I understand it, I don't think any of the arrests in this last week have been under the new powers. They've been under existing powers at the police. Right. Oh, I think the police were at pains to point out on Twitter that the barrister didn't get arrested. No, he, he didn't. He didn't. I think they maybe had a word with him. But here, here's the interesting thing, though. For me, this is more. That, this is why that one's more interesting almost than right. the others. So the other ones, well, I'll just briefly talk about breach. So, so breach of the peace, okay, that's, a, that's like a term that people sort of hear and, and know. Yeah. Um, and you hear about, you know, people having been arrested for breach of the peace and, and yeah. so on. And it used to be if you sat on a, somebody's garden wall or you'd come in home singing drunk or you're outside a pub and being a bit rowdy, they'll say, go home or we will arrest you for breach of the peace. Yeah, that and, and was it, where and it always came from. It's yeah, it's always sort of it? said, and and it's and it's often like, I, I, you know, I think quite a lot of uh, police officers will will threaten to arrest someone for breach of the peace, even if the grounds aren't there. Right. You know, it, it's a nice little come on, move along sort of. Well, you can almost hook somebody. That's a copper term, I'd imagine, uh, but you can almost like arrest someone and say, "Oh, you," I, I take them to the station, and then you get to the station. And you can just put them in a cell for an hour and then just go, oh, we're going to let you go. We're not decided not to charge. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that kind of calm down. I mean, in some situations, it's probably a really good thing if used sensibly. Yeah. Because um, you might do it. For, so, for instance, that lad uh, who in, in Edinburgh shouted, uh, you know, Andrew, you're a sick old man. If he's surrounded by royalists and... 
he's obviously not one, and their their emotions are running high because the Queen's going past and they've showing up most respect by videoing it on the mobile phone because that's footage you're going to want to watch back and again and again. Um, maybe they quite happy to set on him, so maybe the cop is doing it for that lad's own good. Yeah, there is that. He's already been assaulted. Somebody drags well, him out. Well, 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 part, well, part of the yeah of, of the the breach of the peace is that he's is activity that's, that might cause this breach of the peace. You know what I mean? So yeah. police will will arrest someone potentially for an, an a, a, a potential. You know, for, for yeah, because that a, could a, really a escalate. Yeah. If they if, if two of the three of them fellas sat on him because he's only a thin lad, a young twenty year old lad, and there's some big fellas there, but only one of them hit him. You could yeah. be looking at murder manslaughter. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, I mean, like, the breach of peace comes from the case of the Crown and Howell, actually. There, there's a definition of it oh, right, in the okay. case from 1982, which was briefly saying, and it says that there is a breach of the peace wherever harm is actually done or is likely to be done to a person or in his presence to his property or a person is in fear of being so harmed through an assault, an affray, a riot, unlawful <coughs> assembly or other disturbance. There's quite a, a broad... Thing there now. Ordinarily, you would think it would be the aggressor who would be the person mm. who is who is breaching the peace. But I suppose if someone's activities is such is such that that they are sort of causing other people to react in a way, and that's an interesting sort of area. To yeah, be honest with you, in in that it's almost like saying no. These are it's understandable that these are going to, you know, like so. So in terms of if 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 you were sort of shouting something in those circumstances and someone punched you, mm. I, I I don't think that. That that person punching would have a defence to that, because it's not it's, For it's not provoc it's not well the old it's it's not yeah so it it's not like the defence of of, of is as well, what was called provocation. I don't you know. mean it's not loss of control because of circumstances. It's not you're not defending yourself. You're literally hitting someone because you're disagreeing with what they're saying. Yes, but take it to the. Take the royal family out of it for a second and imagine he's shouting this at a normal funeral at someone who's part of a funeral procession. Now, I would say that that would be different because I, actually, because I and this is the thing, is, is that personally, I don't think that people that are... I don't think that people are actually grieving for the death of the Queen. This might sound... I've had a discussion about this. I, I deleted right. a comment about this on Twitter because... You, what do you think it is? You think it's the... They're just flexing the... Uh, no, like no, the so I don't know, maybe, maybe they are, but I, I think it's a more difficult argument to make that someone has effectively lost control as, as a result of words of someone else when it, it's not their relative. They're watching a procession. They're not at a funeral. They're watching a procession through the street of Say of it the was the Pope family. going past in his Pope-mobile. Yeah. And some Rangers fans shouts, fuck the Pope, in Glasgow... Right. And he's surrounded by Celtic fans, and um, the, I think you would expect a Celtic fan. Yeah, but I, I to don't, punch him. I don't. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't think that he would have a lawful excuse for punching him, though. To be honest with you, I, in my view, I, I don't. Not I, more than I don't know because it's all it is is that reversed. If it was a load of um, Rangers fans and the Celtic fan shouts "fuck the Queen," yeah, again, it's I'd, the equivalent. You don't think that that's? I I, th I think that's different from if it was at someone's funeral. So if if say this was a funeral and your ship, I think if Prince and if Prince Andrew had come across and punched, punched him, him yeah. I think they might have a defence. You know what, bizarrely, <laughs> Prince <I think> Andrew <laughs> faced twenty-year-old. Yeah. You can see the headlights. <laughs> yeah, I think I, th I think that that is a more defensible position. You think, oh, I'm being heckled at my own yeah. mother's 
sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not the funeral, but you know, like, you know what I mean. I'd, yeah. I'd, it's all a really, really mucky area. Yeah. And the police mucky are using exactly what they call. The right yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, 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 the police are using like the Ways and Means Act to deal with some things. You know yes. what I mean? Which is like, let's just try and sort this out and nip it in the bud. But it's. Yeah, I find that some of these breaches of the peace are a little bit, you know, not quite there. Well, I mean, well, they're both in Scotland, so I'm not entirely sure how Scottish oh, law yeah. works in so, relation to that. Right, actually. okay. So, you... so it might be slightly different. Right, yes. Um, so, so it's interesting. The one with, with the, the barrister, I'll get, I'll get, it, get it up because I've, I've, um, I've got a few of these. Because there's been a couple of other ones where there's been a few procedural, procedurally interesting things happen, basically. Right, Let's okay. put it like that. So breach of the peace is just something that happens. People people get arrested for breach of the peace all the time. It's not a criminal offence. And what's the that peace. under the public order act? It's not. It's a it's a common law. Right. It's not and an offence. It's a common. It's in, Crown and Howell was it? The, the Crown and Howell is is the um, where the definition um, that a constable or private citizen has a power of arrest without warrant where a breach of the peace was committed in the presence of the person making the arrest, basically. Right. So like a member of the public can arrest you for. But I mean. I would always advise against that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've tried it several times. It never yeah, ends no, well. No, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be advising anyone to, to carry any sort of arrest anytime soon. Um, so, but, but the two issues of, of like, so there was the, the barrister. So, that, so he's called Paul Powellsland, I think. P-O-W-L-E-S. Yes, he's got a look of you. He's like a young you. Is he? Yeah, he's got, uh, his hair needs a cut. Right, and okay. He has got that sort of mischievous glint in his eye <laughs> that he's just out to cause trouble. <laughs> and I don't think justice is not his primary concern. He's happy to waste police time at <laughs> a time of national warning. He's, yeah, I saw him on I saw him on Twitter this morning on telly always today on Sunday. They're yeah. all the same, aren't they? The days now we turn the telly on and it's like, oh, everybody's in a black suit. Everybody's yeah, they're sad. still doing this, are they? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's a barrister, he's a climate activist as well. Yeah. And he held up yeah, a blank exactly. piece of paper in Parliament Square um, in which he said that he was he, he was asked, because I think, cause I think he, he, took, he took footage, he, he sort of filmed this police yes, officer talking to him. he did. And it's one of those where you can't see the officer's face but he's clearly filming it sort of down there. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah but yeah so go on well I was going to say he's probably holding the placard and has pens in his other hand I think he's probably attached it to his belt or around his yeah like you know like a neck, like a Mr T style necklace <laughs> yeah but that's his camera yeah so he's, he said so he was stopped by an officer who asked him what he was going to write on, on the placard <laughs> Such so already, is this minority report where a crime <laughs> might be committed yeah, in yeah. the future? It's like, you know, like, well, and he said he was going to write, not my king right, on it, yeah. okay? Now, that, that in and of itself, there's nothing offensive about that. That is literally you saying, I don't recognise yeah, yeah. the, no, the, the, the Yes, the there are a lot Charles. of royalists who feel like this as well, because they loved the Queen don't think Charles is fit to take over. There was a yeah, huge yeah. movement to say skip Charles and go straight to whatever, which one of the children? William, it'll be. William, next, yeah. Next William, I know the women, Kate and Meghan, and then it's William and Harry, isn't it? Yeah. Very easier to um, differentiate because Meghan is relatively new and was also in suits. Yeah. Whereas the other two that have been around for like 30, 40 years, they just sort of blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Although I saw something I quite like that, Harry. 
He's all right. I, I really like, like them, him. He, yeah. they're, they're, them two are my favourite royals. I would are say. They? <laughs> you know the ones that everyone hates, <laughs> Harry and Meghan. Oh yeah, without doubt. Because he, I watched a thing. There was a little clip going round online about him talking about his mum and about the racism that the press and all the stuff that the press was saying. And his wife said she wanted to kill herself. She just didn't see a way out of it. And he went right. We're, we're leaving. We're out. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that, and it, it, yeah, and, yeah. and he, he comes across as just being fairly normal, as, as normal as you can be. If you know. he does, um, and it's the kind of thing that I like to think I would do, um, but I don't know if I'd be brave enough. Yeah, to, say brave enough. I don't know if I could walk away from all that money and privilege. Well, I don't still. I don't. I don't think he's struggling still. No, you know probably not. It'd be all right. Yeah. So anyway, so he, so, he, so he said he was going to write Not My King and this police officer said he would arrest him if he wrote that under the Public Order Act because right. someone... Well, that's just friendly advice then, surely. Well, yeah, but it, this, is, this is the interesting thing, though, isn't it? So first of all, he said, someone might be offended if you write that by yes. the words Not My King. Yes. And they're therefore arrest him under the Public Order Act. He didn't say which section of the Public Order Act he was going to arrest him under. Right, which you, can't, you have to do with... You have to specify the law if you're going to if you're a policeman arresting anybody. If, you, if you're going to arrest, so if if you yeah. are if you are going to arrest someone and you or you are in the process of arresting, them, you say I'm arresting you for. And you have to tell them yes. what they've been arrested for. Not some for. vague. Not some vague. I'm arresting you under the law. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I couldn't even be a cop. I'd be really vague with that. I can't so, let me phone Keo. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be useless. You'd be like <laughs> looking at some birds or something on yeah. your allotment. Exactly. I don't have any service. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so he's, he's quite vague as to what he would arrest him for. And I think the reason for that is because actually there's not any section of the Public Order Act that would apply to that scenario. Yes. So, so there's not, if you, if you look at, I think we discussed this previously, I think when the Freedom of Speech one episode, some of the potential, you know, offences that you could, you, you, you could be guilty of. So there's intentional har- harassment, alarm, or distress under Section 4A. Which is um, you have to you're guilty if you've with intent to cause a person harassment, alarm, or distress, used threatening, abusive, or insulting words, um, or displayed any writing, sign, or other visible representation which is threatening, abusive, or insulting. Now, not, none of that says offensive. It's literally going to be threatening, abusive, or insulting. Right. Saying "not my king" cannot be said to be any of those things. No, that's I would true. Say. Um, so there's, it doesn't, you know, and it certainly can't say that it's intended to cause. A person harassment, alarm, or distress. It's no. literally this is my opinion, and if you disagree with that opinion, that's not the same as having been caused harassment, alarm, or no. distress. So the so so I don't see if it could fall within that definition at all. There's the potential for, or there's section five, and we'll and the reason we'll talk about this is because there's another case in which someone was arrested for this offence. Right. Right. Um, and that is a person who's guilty of an offence if he uses threatening or abusive words or behaviour or disorderly behaviour or displays any writing sign or other visible representation which is threatening or abusive within the hearing or sight of a person likely to be caused harassment, alarm or distress. That's slightly different from 4A, which is like... Because if you, mm. you see, there's, there's the intention elements in Section 4A, um, whereas uh, in Section 5, it's that you've, there's no intention required but it's been done within the hearing or sight of a person likely to be well, caused harassment, alarm, or distress. It's so wide, uh, it's very... It is, The it scope is. is massive, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then what happens with the, you know, we talked about freedom of speech and the difference with broadcast lives. What happens if it's live on the telly as it all has been and somebody watching at home sees a sign? Well, again, the per- I think the person in the protest isn't thinking that they're not, they're not broadcasting anything, are they? So there's no, there's no electronic communications that they're sending there. Um, so, and in terms of reporting, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, you know, if it's a news report, then, then they wouldn't be guilty. They wouldn't. So, so you, you, that'd be fine. That's not really, what if not really an issue. It on, what if they filmed themselves and then put it on Twitter, then possibly they would? Potentially, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Straight, so that's the same as because that was the same as the freedom of speech, yeah, exemption. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, but what? So in terms of the, if you think about it though, so this incident with this with the barrister who's um, got this blank symbol, mm. blank sign. Now what he says is that you know he said obviously I look and sound a certain way. I also know the law, so I was able to sort of say to the officer, well, I'm interested to know like yeah, on what, what basis you're going to be arresting yeah. me because I'm not doing anything that could be that could contravene yeah. the public order act, you know, yeah. and. And he, you know, so I'll, I'll quote him. He said, I speak in a certain way, was dressed in a certain way and understood the law, but someone else might have been in a different situation. So normally you can get into trouble for shouting, but if you have something written that is super, fact, that is super factual and which is not abusive, then you would normally think that you are protected. It's pure free speech. So I think the idea that he could arrest me and there could be a conviction under public order was ludicrous. And this is the key point, but interventions like that are having a chilling effect. So... If a police yeah. officer says to you, don't write on that thing, otherwise I'll arrest you on the Public Order Act, most people would go, oh, right, well, it'll go one of two ways. They either won't, won't know that that's a thing, they'll either go, oh, well, I better not do that, in which case that's a direct effect on the freedom of speech. Yes. It's not just about, at this point, managing protest. That is a, that is a chilling effect on freedom of expression. Um, or it could go the other way, which is someone going, really? Well, I'm going to write something even worse. Yes, then. exactly. Fuck you, copper. You know, whatever. And and then creating a, a more antagonised situation than is there. You know what I mean? So so that is even though no one was arrested in this set of circumstances, and it's a copper, I don't think... Disin- it, it'll either be the police officer either disingenuously threatening someone with arrest, knowing yeah. that I'm not going to arrest him for anything, or one who doesn't understand the law. But if, if, and, this and is stroke was your job. So would you not have briefed? So it's no surprise that this, the king's going to be the king to be. Was it? Was he about to be? Um, well, well, because and this is the other thing as well. Is the exactly is called the sort of like yeah the accession is it accession and there was a proclamation as well, wasn't there? Um, instantly, he's king the second the queen dies. Yeah. That's there's no, that's no doubt. To the king. Here's then the king. there's a yeah, and then there's he has to go and he has to sign the things, and then there is still yet yeah, a big. Then there's the coronation as well. Right? Yeah, there's a do. I think they've got um, you know, the social club at the side of Boundary Park. Yeah, that's yeah. booked. Yeah, yeah, they've got. <laughs> We've been making sausage rolls as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one of his brothers might be DJing, probably yeah. not Andrew, to be honest, <laughs> after the trouble with the last time he did it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just a, a, the whole thing. So, th- for me, the the most recent... So, yeah, firstly, right, one, your job used to be to brief the police. Yeah. So, there is no way there is... No, the Mets do not have equivalents, probably miles more... 
No, resources and, and to be fair, so. even though it was in London, it might not have been a Met officer. Oh, right, but they there would was still... There mutual aid going on, so right. lots of They'd forces still are still be directed. Out. Yeah, and certainly, the um, I know that the whoever is it, whoever's in charge of the operation has said that, you know, no, we're instructing our officers that the part of our role is to facilitate protest as well as... Yes. As, as well as to manage public order. That's part of the job, and it's a difficult job. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is very It's a difficult, difficult balance to strike, and some of them will get it wrong. But here's the thing they said. So, so there the will be... What you won't have is an individual legal briefing for each and every officer. There no. will be, right, this is our job going out here today... And, and this is what you need to be aware Beginning of. Beginning of Hill Street Boys. Yeah. And, Roll call. <laughs> and, 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 and that's, that's what they'll go out and do. And yeah. some of them will get it wrong. You know what I mean? It happens. Yeah, of course you know they what are. So of course they will. you have to accept that. So I don't always think that it's a, you know, I'm, I'm not a believer in sort of conspiracy theories or that everything is orchestrated as people think because there's individuals doing things and most individuals are average by definition. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and average people make well, mistakes. Well, if this was me... If I was that copper, I wouldn't have been listening at the meeting. I wouldn't have read the memo. Yeah, yeah. I'd just go, I'll busk this, see if I can shamble my way through it. It'll be someone who'll possibly pissed off that he's got to work. He's had his rest day exactly. cancelled. You know exactly. His I mean? gigging leave is cancelled. Then he's gigging <laughs> yeah. wherever else. Barry, I think I was supposed to be this week. That's gone. Yeah. So there'll be, there'll be, there's lots, there's lots involved with it. Yeah. Um, so whether this represents a slide into authoritarianism, I'm not entirely sure. Well, rewind. Go back to the beginning of lockdown and police Twitter is taking pictures of people that are driven to nearby hills to go and walk the dogs or to go and take exercise. Yeah. And they're driven sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. And the police, the police Twitter was naming and shaming them. Police officers were going and arresting people or, or issuing... I don't yeah. know what they were doing if they were issuing fines because the law hadn't yet passed. They were operating under well, they, they were, uh, government directives. Well, they, they, yeah, they, they were enforcing guidance. They were, yeah. But again, I, mo- I, I think a lot of that was down to bad policing as opposed to insidious... Cor- you know, like evil policing, if that makes sense. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they, what happens is, like, like everyone, they get a new toy, which is a new power, and they love yeah, having to mess about with it. You know what I mean? And, and you, you know, the all organisations are full of people that are looking to get promoted, so they go, well, if I show that I'm a, I've been proactive with this and this will look good on my CV, all of those sorts of very human things go on yeah. within, within, within police forces. So, you know, you have to think about it in those terms. Now, this is an interesting one, though. All of that said is that there was an incident in Oxford on, so last Sunday, in which um, a chap had been arrested under Section 5. So Section 5 is the threatening abusive, threatening or abusive words or behaviour or disorderly behaviour. Um, so disorderly behaviour doesn't have to be threatening or abusive, it's just generally disorderly. Yeah. Um, that um, also no displays any writing sign um, within the hearing or sight of a person likely to be cause harassment, alarm or distress by it. Now... This guy was arrested under Section 5, and basically, apparently he'd been arrested for shouting, who elected him? <laughs> <laughs> when the proclamation of the new king was read out in Oxford. Right. So they came out and went, right, Charles is now the king, and he went, who arrested? Who elected him? Yeah, um, great, great, and, great, great yeah, gag. Yeah, 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 boom, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I've nailed this, you know. 
<laughs> and um, and he was a, apparently he was a history tutor. This guy. Nice. Um, and basically, he said after he shouted the words, some people nearby told him to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. And he responded by saying, a head of state has been imposed on us without our consent. Yes. Correct? Yes. Um, and effectively, he was arrested for under Section 5. For, like, the, for, like two of the last four. Three of the last you, four. Yeah, for using, I, I assume, disorderly behaviour, I think is what they said it was. Um, because it's, it's not, it can't be causing harassment, alarm or distress. So anyway, he was arrested under Section 5 and then he, he was later de-arrested. Now... I don't uh, even know what this means. This is no. different from having been released without charge. Because if so, so if you get arrested, right? Yeah. There's certain criteria that's been made in order for arrest to be illegal and valid. Um, and ordinarily you'll be arrested, taken to the police station and questioned about the offence that you've been... Yeah. The alleged offence you've been arrested for. Um, and it may well be that after that process and the investigation that you're then released without... You're either released under investigation... You're released on police bail, or at the end of the entire proceed process, you'll be either charged or released without charge. Okay, but if you're released without charge, the record of arrest remains yes. on with the police that it will show that you have been arrested, and that can flag up even years later. If, for example, you want to get a visa to go to America or something like right. that, there was a spell where America after nine eleven, where the USA were very very keen on not letting anybody in that had any sort of involvement with legal with with like law enforcement so even if you'd been arrested they would use that to refuse the visa wow. you know so, you, so that you, could affect you that could affect your work exactly could affect your visiting family exactly could, it really affects so, all so of... it's something that's on there and it seems relatively trivial but it's but it can yes. come back later on you probably even for, you might have even forgotten about it you know what i mean like yeah there's some people probably, get arrested yeah. for like you know, like in sort of crowd situations, you know what I mean? We've seen people get arrested yeah. where police have come into a pub and there's been a fight and, the, you know, it's, it's, it's less likely nowadays that they'll be arrested because of the rules regarding necessity of arrest. But still, people get arrested for things that don't go anywhere and they never get a criminal record as a result of it, but it's still there. Now, if you're de-arrested, there is no record of arrest on your... On your right. Well, there's, there's no recording of that arrest anywhere because... What it looks like, um, what, what happens is, is that it's section 30, subsection 7 and subsection 7A of the Police and Criminal Evidence Act, so of PACE. Um, basically, it's to allow that a person who's been arrested under any act of law at a place other than at a police station shall be released before reaching a police station if a constable is satisfied that there are no grounds for keeping him under arrest. Right, So okay. before you get to the station. So what it looks like is they've arrested this guy, taken him away. Right. Someone's gone. Yeah, you've not got a like. That, that's the, yeah, yeah. De arresting, right? So now, by de arresting, you can just switch out and just letting you go. Yeah, you formally sort of say right. You right. you you are you are de arrested. You have right. to say they're de arrested. So now that's either that there's been, and I think there's been a lot of administrative sort of panicky behaviour go on. I think I think banning all football or postponing all football last week was administrative panicking. To be honest with you, yeah. I think lots of the gigs cancelled were administrative panicking. People not knowing what they should do and whether or not they'll be criticised for not stopping things. Um, I think that's going on a lot. I, I suspect with some police work, there's a little bit of that that's a bit panicky. Let's just ooh, cut this stuff, nip it in the bud now, and let's get it out of the way. Yeah. And I suspect that's what's happened here because, like I say, I don't think there's lots of you know, um, 
properly bad policing going on in terms of it being insidious. However, it could well be, though, as well. It could be that someone goes, you know what, let's just move this guy. Arrest him for that. Yeah. And then, oh, actually, I've walked today. I'll de-arrest you now, mate. But you're, you're, you've still been removed from the area. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it might be the thing, but it doesn't quite meet a... Uh, but you know you, you could arrest them for breach of the peace or whatever just to remove them from from there and then de-arrest them now that would be an abusive process right and, you, and you'd, you'd have to sort of prove that at court and so but on yeah, yeah. But, it, but it, you know what I mean I can most imagine most people uh, yeah you wouldn't most know. breaches exactly you wouldn't know that you'd you think oh good I'm wrong and arresting him or brilliant and then you'll just crack up just run off yeah but most breaches of the peace are probably dealt with by as we were saying before officers dealing with it without resorting to arresting someone who going come on lads just move along Otherwise, I don't want to have to arrest you for breach of the peace, and often yeah. that's enough to get people to, like I say, to not be loitering outside some old woman's house or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so there's been a few things there. Now, these are all laws that already exist. This is before we even get into the new policing bill. And so you can see there's already a lot of, sort of discretion for police to sort of somewhat to move people out of the way yeah, yeah. Who, are, who are annoying other people who aren't on message. And a lot of that is people being on message. Now, it's interesting, I've had. I had to sort of like delete a tweet before about um, because I, I I just got I thought I can't be bothered arguing about this point, um, which is I think I agree that it's quite bad form to be shouting at people while they're in the process of grieving. Yes. To be honest with you, um, however, I also think that this sort of parading around the country by the royal family isn't just a normal grieving process. No. And is all wrapped up and when you, with the sort of accession to the crown of a new monarch. You know what I mean? So it's, and because they're wrapped up, the lines are blurred somewhat. And so I can sort of see both sides. You know what I mean? Is, is, yeah, the, yeah. is the issue. And, and that's why it's difficult to police, because actually it is a very, very sort of fraught situation that some people, most people in the country, I don't think care one way or the other, to be honest with you. About no, I don't. Monarchy. But most people don't care about anything They don't care about anything like at all. Yeah, yeah. No. So, so, so the, the people that are there... Are, are even in, people that say they care, yeah, most of them won't even listen to this to check what the law is, because if they did, they'd have heard about 30 episodes back when we had the other series and we did the two potentials on the police bill. Yeah, yeah. This is what this will lead to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see all the people that like comment on it that we know personally, and you go, oh my God, but you, you didn't bother to check. Yeah, exactly. You just didn't bother to check. Yeah. Which is fair it, enough. But it's like, so I, I sort of think it is bad form to shout at people while they're grieving. Mm. I also think it's bad form to parade people around while they're grieving and make them go and do loads of official work. You yeah. know, like, and so and so that's not also, I think, <coughs> I, I also think that a, a parade around the country and an accession to the crown is an overtly political matter. And therefore, it's inviting. It really is. It's inviting it? criticism and protest. Yes, you know what I mean. So all of those things are all true all at the same time. Is 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 the point? And the police have got to try and manage all of that. Yeah. And a lot of them don't know their actual powers necessarily because there's a lot of new. You know, it, it's it's really tricky. And and you'll have lots of officers on at the minute because of the number of people that are required who might not have much public order experience as well you know what I mean so it's, it's a perfect storm for mistakes to be made yeah. and which will no doubt be pitched as being and maybe I'm wrong in this but I, I suspect that what's happening is that there's been a few overzealous officers or mistaken officers or maybe people sort of acting in a way that um, is a bit you know requires the police to go come on let's move on I don't want this to kick off because you're 
annoying everyone. You know what I mean? Because that's going to make things worse. And you know, it's yeah. I, th- I think it's tr- I think it's tricky for, yes. for all for all concerned. Um, but it's interesting. So because I, 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 because I couldn't explain all that in that way on on Twitter, I just deleted my tweet because the Reverend Richard Coles was like disagreed with me, and I thought I've got to that point where you know where the guy, you know the the famous you know the the famous vicar from yeah. Have I Got News for You doesn't agree with me, then yeah, you know, then you're probably then, wrong. Then pro- no, it's not that. It's probably just that. He's got loads of fans, hasn't he? <laughs> we'll just back him up. So <laughs> I thought I'm just. I thought I. I don't. I, I'm not entrenched in one side or another to argue no. with it because I sort of can see everyone's point. You know what I mean? Well, what's also potentially coming as well because we've still not had the funeral yet. Is there um when the cre- when the the king when it's his coronation? I don't know when that is exactly, but that's another huge. Event well, well, that that was said. Someone said that's what someone said. Actually, they said, well, you could, you could always just like just protest at the coronation. I was like, well, good it's luck too to see that. It's, it's too late then because it's been done. You know yes. what I mean? And that's the thing is that it's 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 all wrapped up into into one set of circumstances. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult to protest about. I have absolute sympathy for people who want to protest against a new king or, or a new monarch being installed because that will naturally mean that you are doing that at a point of mourning for that person yes. because of how the system works. And isn't it a nice little get-out clause to go, no, don't say that to me. My mum's my mom's recently yeah, died, exactly. you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. The whole thing's I find it obscene with yeah. what else is happening in the country as and the world. It's just the whole thing just wasn't... It's never made much sense to me. The fact that you've got a special family, that you, yeah, exactly. a special multi, you know, probably used to be in the top five richest women in the world, top ten, maybe that's dropped now because of like lots of different people like Elon Musk have come through and stuff, but still it just is obscene yeah. to be parading past homeless people and it, it just it, there's a famous never... picture isn't there of, of the of the billboard in, I think it's in Manchester yeah. that's like you know the, 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 rest you know, in peace rest in peace with a homeless person sitting yeah it's it. just it's oh, there you go that sums obscene. that all and yet the you know per, people will be more offended potentially by you know this homeless guy being off his head on spice than, yeah yeah than, than of, of what that whole scene in you know symbolises yeah it's uh, it's so I think worse is coming because we've not yet had the sort of professional ultra-left-wing protesters yet. No, no, we just had... I think we, we've just had, like, one... Enthusiastic amateurs. One tricky with, with, barrister with, with a, who's gone with, with some his, paper and a marker pen. Yeah, he's the boy Peter, <laughs> <Yeah>. protester. <laughs> hey, you can protest yourself, so wait till the, wait till the professionals get involved. And start smashing up London, which is I can absolutely see it coming. Yeah, well, yeah, there'll, there'll be a whole load of other <laughs> episodes about yeah. the police powers that will be used there. Well, yeah, I mean, and also if it feels like we're coming down, you, not me, are coming <laughs> down a bit more gently on the side of the police this episode. Um, check out the last episode, which is uh, also <laughs> regarding the Metropolitan Police. And, uh, you know, somebody said to me, why did you put that clip at the beginning of that episode? It just didn't make any sense. And I thought it was like a really 
nice way to talk about institutionalised racism without actually overtly talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I was a comedian, so they, they, they rarely get the joke. 